This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What happens when a diverse church glorifies the global God? Keep listening to find out more about Sandra Maria Van Opstel's book, The Next Worship. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, 2 Samuel, chapter 6, verses 20, through 2 Samuel, chapter 7, verse 29. 2 Samuel, chapter 6, beginning at verse 20. When David went home to pronounce a blessing on his house, Michal, Saul's daughter came out to meet him. She said, How the king of Israel has distinguished himself this day. He has exposed himself today before his servants' slave girls, the way a vulgar fool might do. David replied to Michal, It was before the Lord. I was celebrating before the Lord, who chose me over your father and his entire family, and appointed me as leader over the Lord's people, Israel. I am willing to shame and humiliate myself even more than this. But with the slave girls whom you mention, let me be distinguished. Now Michal, Saul's daughter, had no children to the day of her death. 2 Samuel chapter 7, verses 1 through 29. The Lord establishes a covenant with David. The king settled into his palace, for the Lord gave him relief from all his enemies on all sides. The king said to Nathan the prophet, Look. I am living in a palace made from cedar, while the ark of God sits in the middle of a tent. Nathan replied to the king, You should go and do whatever you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. That night the Lord's message came to Nathan. Go, tell my servant David, this is what the Lord has said. Do you really intend to build a house for me to live in? I have not lived in a house from the time I brought the Israelites up from Egypt to the present day. Instead, I was traveling with them and living in a tent. Wherever I moved among all the Israelites, I did not say to any of their leaders whom I appointed to care for my people Israel, Why have you not built me a house from cedar? So now, say this to my servant David. This is what the Lord of Heaven's armies has said. I took you from the pasture and from your work as a shepherd to make you leader of my people Israel. I was with you wherever you went, and I defeated all your enemies before you. Now I will make you as famous as the great men of the earth. 
I will establish a place for my people Israel and settle them there. They will live there and not be disturbed anymore. Violent men will not oppress them again as they did in the beginning. And during the time when I appointed judges to lead my people Israel, instead, I will give you relief from all your enemies. The Lord declares to you that he himself will build a dynastic house for you. When the time comes for you to die, I will raise up your descendant, one of your own sons, to succeed you, and I will establish his kingdom. He will build a house for my name, and I will make his dynasty permanent. I will become his father, and he will become my son. When he sins, I will correct him with the rod of men and with wounds inflicted by human beings. But my loyal love will not be removed from him as I removed it from Saul, whom I removed from before you. Your house and your kingdom will stand before me permanently. Your dynasty will be permanent. Nathan told David all these words that were revealed to him. David offers a prayer to God. King David went in, sat before the Lord, and said, Who am I, O sovereign Lord? And what is my family that you should have brought me to this point? And you didn't stop there, O Lord God. You have also spoken about the future of your servant's family. Is this your usual way of dealing with men, O sovereign Lord? What more can David say to you? You have given your servant special recognition, O sovereign Lord. For the sake of your promise and according to your purpose, you have done this great thing in order to reveal it to your servant. Therefore you are great, O sovereign Lord, for there is none like you. There is no God besides you. What we have heard is true. Who is like your people Israel, a unique nation on the earth? Their God went to claim a nation for himself and to make a name for himself. You did great and awesome acts for your land before your people whom you delivered for yourself from the Egyptian empire and its gods. You made Israel your very own people for all time. You, O Lord, became their God. So now, O Lord God, make this promise you made about your servant and his family a permanent reality. Do as you promised, so you may gain lasting fame, as people say. The Lord of heaven's armies is God over Israel. The dynasty of your servant David will be established before you. For you, O Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, have told your servant, I will build you a dynastic house. That is why your servant has had the courage to pray this prayer to you. Now, O sovereign Lord, you are the true God. May your words prove to be true. You have made this good promise to your servant. Now be willing to bless your servant's dynasty so that it may stand permanently before you. For you, O sovereign Lord, have spoken. By your blessing, may your servant's dynasty be blessed from now on into the future. First Chronicles chapter 16, beginning at verse 37 through 1 Chronicles chapter 17 through verse 15. 1 Chronicles chapter 16, beginning at verse 37. David appoints worship leaders. David left Asaph and his colleagues there before the Ark of the Lord's Covenant to serve before the Ark regularly and fulfill each day's requirements, including Obed-Edom and 68 colleagues. Obed-Edom, son of Jeduthun, and Hosea were gatekeepers. Zadok, the priest and his fellow priests, served before the Lord's tabernacle at the worship center in Gibeon, regularly offering burnt sacrifices to the Lord on the altar for burnt sacrifice, morning and evening, according to what is prescribed in the law of the Lord, which he charged Israel to observe. Joining them were Haman, Jeduthun, and the rest of those chosen and designated by name to give thanks to the Lord for his loyal love endures. Haman and Jeduthun were in charge of the music, including the trumpets, cymbals, and the other musical instruments used in praising God. The sons of Jeduthun guarded the entrance, 
Then all the people returned to their homes, and David went to pronounce a blessing on his family. First Chronicles chapter 17, verses 1-15 through 15. God makes a promise to David. When David had settled into his palace, he said to Nathan the prophet, Look, I am living in a palace made from cedar, while the ark of the Lord's covenant is under a tent. Nathan said to David, You should do whatever you have in mind, for God is with you. That night God told Nathan, Go tell my servant David. This is what the Lord says. You must not build me a house in which to live, for I have not lived in a house from the time I brought Israel up from Egypt to the present day. I have lived in a tent that has been in various places. Wherever I moved throughout Israel, I did not say to any of the leaders whom I appointed to care for my people Israel, Why have you not built me a house made from cedar? So now, say this to my servant David. This is what the Lord of Heaven's armies says. I took you from the pasture and from your work as a shepherd to make you a leader of my people Israel. I was with you wherever you went, and I defeated all your enemies before you. Now I will make you as famous as the great men of the earth. I will establish a place for my people Israel and settle them there. They will live there and not be disturbed anymore. Violent men will not oppress them again as they did in the beginning. And during the time when I appointed judges to lead my people Israel, I will subdue all your enemies. I declare to you, that the Lord will build a dynastic house for you. When the time comes for you to die, I will raise up your descendant, one of your own sons, to succeed you, and I will establish his kingdom. He will build me a house, and I will make his dynasty permanent. I will become his father, and he will become my son. I will never withhold my loyal love from him, as I withheld it from the one who ruled before you. I will put him in permanent charge of my house and my kingdom. His dynasty will be permanent. Nathan told David all these words that were revealed to him. Psalm chapter 76 For the music director, to be accompanied by stringed instruments, a psalm of Asaph, a song. God has revealed himself in Judah. In Israel, his reputation is great. He lives in Salem. He dwells in Zion. There he shattered the arrows, the shield, the sword, and the rest of the weapons of war. Selah. You shine brightly and reveal your majesty as you descend from the hills where you killed your prey. The brave-hearted were plundered. They fell asleep. All the warriors were helpless. At the sound of your battle cry, O God of Jacob, both rider and horse fell asleep. You are awesome. Yes, you. Who can withstand your intense anger? From heaven you announce what their punishment would be. The earth was afraid and silent when God arose to execute judgment and to deliver all the oppressed of the earth. Selah. Certainly your angry judgment upon men will bring you praise. You reveal your anger in full measure. Make vows to the Lord your God and repay them. Let all those who surround him bring tribute to the awesome one. He humbles princes. The kings of the earth regard him as awesome. New Testament reading, Mark chapter 10, verses 17 through 31. The rich man. Now, as Jesus was starting out on his way, someone ran up to him, fell on his knees and said, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not give false testimony. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. 
The man said to him, Teacher, I have wholeheartedly obeyed all these laws since my youth. As Jesus looked at him, he felt love for him and said, You lack one thing. Go, sell whatever you have and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But at this statement, the man looked sad and went away sorrowful, for he was very rich. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astonished at these words. But again, Jesus said to them, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. They were even more astonished and said to one another, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and replied, This is impossible for mere humans, but not for God. All things are possible for God. Peter began to speak to him. Look, we have left everything to follow you. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. There is no one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for my sake and for the sake of the gospel who will not receive in this age a hundred times as much. Homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, fields, all with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. God, I thank you that you are a promise-keeping God. Thank you, O God, for even just those promises, O God, that you gave to David, O God, not only to David, but to David's descendants, O God, of a permanent dynasty. God, and I thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the lion of the tribe of Judah. Thank you, O Lord God, for the truer and greater David, our Lord Jesus Christ, O God. Thank you. Thank you for keeping that promise, O Lord God, as it has not failed and will never fail because his kingdom has come and is coming. Thank you, my God, for the sacrifice. Thank you for sending Jesus Christ, your only begotten son, to die for us so that we might have eternal life, O God, and be with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this promise, O Lord God, that those who have forsaken everything, who have laid down their lives, O Lord God, who have, who have taken up their cross, O Lord God, and have followed you and rendered their, their old life as dead, O Lord God, and are walking as new creatures, Lord God. I thank you that your promise to them is that whatever, they've, whatever we have left, whatever we have forsaken, whether it be sisters, brothers, houses, fields, O Lord God, that these things will be returned to us, O oh God, even in this life, O oh Lord God, with persecution, O oh God. You add that in there, O oh God, because on this side, things just, they don't come easy. They don't come easy. They come, O oh God, with, there, there is much striving, O oh God, there is much striving, O oh God. And we know, O oh God, that suffering, O oh Lord God, that, that we are sanctified, O oh God. Through the trials that we do go through, O oh Lord, but I thank you for that precious promise, O oh Lord God, that even now we ought to have a spirit of expectation 
Yet even now, we will receive a hundred times more for following you, for not forsaking your gospel, for trusting you. Thank you for reminding us of this promise, oh God. This is a promise that could that we can easily slip our minds or that we can forget about. But I thank you, oh God, that is written therein, oh God, that is not just in the great in the by and by, but some of these things will come back to us in the now and now. Would you help us to believe you for it? Would you help us to trust you for it? Would you help us, oh God, to look to you for it, oh Lord God, and not to do it in our own strength, oh Lord God? Help us to lean on you. Help us to trust in you. God, I thank you. And I pray all of this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Innovative worship leader Sandra Maria Van Opstel is known for crafting worship that embodies the global, multi-ethnic body of Christ. In her book, The Next Worship, Van Opstel likens diverse worship to a sumptuous banquet and shows how worship leaders can set the table and welcome worshipers from every tribe and tongue. She provides biblical foundations for multi-ethnic worship with practical tools and resources for planning services that reflect God's invitation for all peoples to praise Him. When multi-ethnic worship is done well, the church models reconciliation and prophetic justice, heralding God's good news for the world. Get your copy today at ivypress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code The Word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivypress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.